It's episode 21 of the Weekend Quiz. I'm your host and quiz master, John Leary, and if this is your first time listening to this podcast, welcome. The rules are simple. I take the 25 questions from the quiz in the Good Weekend magazine, which they very generously let me do, even though this is not, in fact, an official Good Weekend podcast, and I try and elicit the correct answers from a couple of my friends. This week, those friends are actor and novelist Luke Arnold and actor and writer Chris Ryan. Welcome to the show, fellas. Thank you for having us. Hello, Johnny. Good to see you, mate. Hello, Luke. Good to see you both. Righto. Now, you're both in uh, separate cities. Yes, I was. We all were together. I mean, we were all together, the three of us, a couple of weeks ago. Yes, uh, we had a beer in Melbourne in that brief unlocked down period. And now... Now yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, about to start a job in Sydney, which I found out about as the borders were about to close. So I've been in quarantine so, up well here. well done. Yeah, no, Skipping thank you. Skipping across the border. Yes, all well done, legally. Employed. That's magnificent. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. And, and you, Chris uh, Ryan, are yeah. you, you're just down the road from me. I am. Yeah, not, just, just a stone's throw um, in Melbourne lockdown. Um, yeah. yeah. We, got that, we got that little taste of freedom. And then yeah. it's and now, the, uh, back in the back in the slammer. Back in. Yeah. All right. Are you both ready for the quiz? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. You know that what? Sounds very, <laughs> you sound, no, both I sound very realize, confident. I, I was actually on the I, I was actually on the Age website before and I didn't realise Friday night the, uh, the the quiz comes out. Indeed, it is. And it, I saw it there. I was very tempted not to cheat, oh. but to just get a bit of a head start and have a look at the questions. But I did it. <laughs> So I'm ready, but I could have been even readier. Well, good. That's very honest of you. I was doing a few online geography tests to, uh, you know, just try and sharpen some of that up if I if I could, because it's such a oh, weak yeah. spot. There's, so. this, this I got to say, this week is a little light on in the geography. That right. that mm-hmm. is usually the one that that pulls a lot of people up. Well, good because I don't think I retained um, any information anyway. So, what do you feel might be your uh, areas of expertise? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there and say perhaps uh, I'm, I'm like if we're talking, you know, the, the classic trivial pursuit from the 1970s that every family in Australia has. Mm-hmm. When you get the choice of what ones you land on, I'm probably going for sport mm-hmm. and leisure. Oh, good. Okay. And yep. entertain and, and entertainment. Yeah, that's how. Yeah. I like those categories. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, geography, I'm not too bad at as well. I think. Yeah, but oh, all rounder, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm relying. I'm, I'm going to be relying on Chris a and lot. And you, Luke? General knowledge is not my strong suit, uh, but uh, you know, I come out with some weird ones sometimes. So we'll see. You know, I reckon you'll okay. do most of the heavy lifting, well, let's see but how I might we go. find that perfect one. All we'll right. See. Question number one: What does a twitcher observe? Oof. Birds. Right. Birds. Birds is, is great. Yeah. Nice right. easy one. Yep. Yeah. yeah. There you it go. sounded like that. I had I didn't know the answer, but Twitcher, I don't know. I just Yeah, Twitcher yeah. is a name bird for watcher. A bird watcher. Yeah. yeah. Question number two. A string quartet ensemble consists of two violins and what other instruments? Uh, that would be uh, a viola. And cello, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, you, you're thinking correctly. That is, awesome. that is correct. It's two violins, a cello, and a viola. Good start. Good start. Yeah, one each. Yeah. This is good. You're roaring. Okay, here we go. Question number three: What mountain is the highest peak in Africa? Uh, 
It's in the Congo. No, no, and I think of the volcano. Damn. Uh, I think. Oh, highest peak uh, in Africa, Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. It is Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Sorry, that was all yeah, my that was all my test today. I just did a volcano one, so I was trying to remember the name of the volcano. But then I went, <laughs> oh no, the mountains, Kilimanjaro. Yeah. Do either do either of you want to take a stab at how many uh, feet or meters it is above sea level? Not really. I don't. I don't really have any reference point for like how high mountains are. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm going to say eight. Is it eight thousand meters somewhere in that? That's pretty high. That, is it? That's, that's a bit <laughs> high. Right. You know, not bad. Right. Or, yeah, about half that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. A little over half that. 4,000. Oh, okay. 5,895 metres above oh, sea right. level okay. and four or 4,900 metres above its plateau base. And did you know it is the highest single freestanding mountain in the world. <laughs> Say that again? Yeah. All right. It's the highest single freestanding uh, mountain. Oh, I see. Because so all Everest the other highest kind of peaks, like, Everest yeah. is yeah, part of with a bunch of other ones. Yeah, well, there you go. Yes, which, are, which what, what's that conglomerate called? Do you know? The Himalayas. <laughs> the Himalayas is correct. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's just a bonus question yeah. as we were talking about it. Okay, well done. Here we go with question number four. A juicier is the loss of which sense? So A-G-E-U-S-I-A. A-G-E-U-S-I-A or a juicier is the loss of which sense? I don't think it's smell. Did you say taste? Taste was my... Initial it sounds tasty. <laughs> yeah, sounds tasty. Yeah, juice, you want to go with taste? Juice. Yeah, one it's in five chance, and you are hundred percent right. Yeah. Yes. yes, it does have juice yes. in it. Yeah, and what do you, you know do what? with juice? You taste it, <laughs> yeah. or not? Yeah. If you have a juicier. Yeah. Uh, well done. Awesome. Four what from four. Here four we go. Wow. Question five. In maths, what does HCF stand for? Mm. Maths. Now, neither of you cited maths as your area of expertise. I mean, okay, running off things like highest common fraction is is running into my head. Oh, I... you got two of the words. You got highest and common are correct. Okay. Oh. Uh, factor. Factor. Is it factor? Okay. Factor. Yeah. Incredible. Highest common factor. <laughs> wow. Very well done. Really Look at you. You're five yourself. from five, guys. You downplayed yourself, Arnold. You like... <laughs> Don't know where that was tucked away. But All right, this might be slightly trickier. We'll see. Question number six. Which British poet wrote, "'Tis better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all? Oh, Enoch Arden. Oh, no. No? Oh, did I make... I think no. that's, that might be the name of the poem. Have you made up a name? No, I think that might be the name of the poem. Is it? Am it's I, not the line? name of the poem. No, I'm just, I'm just free associating that. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> this should be more than uh, it. As far as I can tell, it's got nothing to do. <laughs> what you just said has nothing to do with okay. this poem or okay. the poet. It, uh, this should be more in our wheelhouse than some of the other ones we it got. It should be. This is the one you... Is it a poet? Entertainment? Is, is, their first, is it like initials, their first name? Is it like a... 
a D A no. Peterson. Not that that's no, a poet, but you know, it was I mean, you would probably example. know this poet by his surname mostly. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not a shaky. Uh, it's not a, shaky. No, no, no. It's much later than, than Keats. Than, that's what it feels like. Yeah, not, no, it's not Keats. <sighs> yeah, it feels much more kind of contemporary, kind of. Yes, it was written in eighteen hundreds. Published in eighteen fifty, I think. Here's the thing where you keep giving us more clues and we look dumber and dumber and dumber. <laughs> oh, yes, here it is. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, ah, the 1850s. So that narrows yeah. the field. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it was, the poem is called In Memoriam A-H-H. So it, it's, it's written about this person's friend who passed away suddenly. Oh. Uh, and his name was Arthur Henry Hallam. So A-H-H was his name. And his mate who wrote the poem, do you want me to tell you? His initials are A-L-T. T is probably the the one you're thinking Tennyson? about. Tennyson? Tennyson uh, is yes. correct. Yes. 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 Alfred yes. Lord Tennyson. Tennyson. Mm. Very well done. You got there. See ya. Question number seven. In 2013, what nation was the last to join the European Union? Mm. Yeah. So this is a tricky one. I, I will give you that. This is a, a tricky one. Is it, is, it an, is it an obviously European country? Would you like, would you go like, uh, oh, it's, or is it like, oh, that could have been like potentially... Um, not a European country. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. I, I'm going to say yes-ish. Like it, it is, yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, mean it is like, one of those. Because I'm thinking like Morocco or, uh, you know. like No, 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 definitely not. The Middle East or. Um, definitely not that right. uh, far away. <laughs> Right. I'll give you a little clue. It was probably late to the party in terms of joining the European Union because it was late to the party in being its own country. Mm. So one, one of the ones that, that was formerly uh, part of Yugoslavia. Oh, a Kosovo. Not Kosovo. <laughs> Reel them off. That's Reel the off. <laughs> yeah. Go in alphabetical order, shall we? Bosnia yeah. Herzegovina. No, yeah, keep going. Croatia. Croatia is yes. the right answer. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. In 2013, Croatia mm-hmm. was the yeah. last country to join the European Union. Well done. Question number eight. With 28 medals, who is the most decorated Olympic athlete of all time. Um, 28. I'm pretty sure I have a memory of it being um, Phelps, Michael Phelps. You you are 100% correct. It yes. is Michael Phelps. Well done, well done. 28 medals. Um, do you know how many of them are for swimming? Uh, <laughs> I would have presumed all of them, but now that's... <laughs> they are all swimming. Oh, that's correct. <laughs> it's like, what else did he get up to? <laughs> Bong smoking. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Sorry, it's one of my 
random memories of uh, of Michael yes. Phelps was of him being on a uh, disgraced at some mm. point because someone took photos of him at a party smoking bongs, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was that was That's, the scandal. Yeah. These are these are the sorts of the bits of information I remember. Yeah. Do you, okay for for more bonus points. Do you know the the he's got twenty eight medals, Olympic medals. Do you know the breakdown of gold, silver, bronze? Oof, jeez. Just oh, get, gold, throw silver, it out bronze. Um, ooh. There's a lot of gold. There's got to be a lot of gold. I would say. Yeah. I'm gonna say. I'm going to say, is it 28? I'm going to say 25 and 3. Oh, really good. It's 23 gold. Wow. Three silver and two bronze. Wow. Yeah. That was a pretty... Good on you, Michael. Really good guess. Yeah, you were very close. Very well done. All right. Question number nine. Name one of the three marine animals in which the male gives birth to the young. Seahorse is one. Seahorse, well, we just we only need one, but uh, oh. yeah. Do you know other other ones? Seahorses do it. The beluga um, whale. You probably don't know. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> not the beluga whale. You probably don't know this. the The other two are pipe fish, mm-hmm. or sea dragons. No. Yeah. Question number ten. The Parthenon is an ancient temple in what city? Athens. Yeah, Athens. Yeah. Easy enough. Have either of you been to Athens? No. I went as a. I've been to. When I was about. Uh, I think I had my 10th birthday in Athens. Yeah. I was there. Really? I was, yeah, I was 10 years old. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember it well. I remember Athens very well. Well, what, for, a, um, for a child look, childhood memory. Yeah. Why? Why were you in Athens uh, as as a nine, then ten year old? Uh, my folks took us. I have two brothers, and they decided it'd be a good idea to take us all around Europe and America for three months. We got we got three months off school, and did a wow. um, a world trip. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, it was our second stop, Athens. We. Uh, had the had the classic, you know, uh, Singapore stopover where uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Re, re, we all bought a pair of like Reebok pumps because it was like prime nineteen ninety. Yes, yeah, and then um, proceeded to trash the um, this the 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 Reebok pumps over three months. Next stop was Athens. Traips, we went traipsing around mm. Europe. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Next stop was Athens. So. Well done. The Parthenon is in Athens. Question number 11. What is the main ingredient of a roll mop? Say that again. (laughs) What is the main ingredient of a roll mop? A roll mop? R-O-L-L-M-O-P. The main ingredient, a roll mop. It feels like (laughs) bready. (laughs) <laughs> is it so, bread? Uh, is it it's not bread. Something you mop up stuff with? No. No. <laughs> it's no. Um, wow, this is going to bring you undone. Oh. <laughs> Hang on a minute. You guys yeah, were at, I, Well, you were at 100% and and now Roll Mop has uh <laughs> well, has pulled my, you up. That was yeah. my first guess. 
bread was a pretty bad guess. <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it a bread roll? Bread, yeah, yeah. <laughs> roll bread, mop up bread with roll. Yeah, that was that was <laughs> not a mop. bad like. It's a I better mean, guess that sense. I can think. Sure. What else is that? Yeah, roll mop. Like what I'm mm. trying in different accents. See if it sparks anything. Yeah, roll. maybe. I think they're they're sort of popular in the the Germanic sort of la- language group countries. Right. This uh, is why we're not going to so get German it. So German and pork and your your yeah. kind of meaning uh, kraut scando yeah scando countries. Right. Caramel. No, no, it's a it's a savory dish. Oh, so it is. Um, I don't know exactly why they're called roll mops, but they are rolled up, rolled up bits pastry? of pastry. <laughs> no, but no. Could, and then savory. So it's yeah, oh, ham. Gosh. No, you're on the you're on the right track in terms of it is a protein lamb. <laughs> no, you're getting Chicken. further away. Just rhymed with yeah. ham. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm afraid so I'm gonna beef. have to. I'm gonna have to yeah. tell you. Well, because you went lamb. You went no, you said chicken. No, no, that's because that cl- that's wrong. closer. Okay, turkey. Oh, <laughs> it is fish. Uh, it's marinated fish, usually herring. The well, that's ruined it. I somehow yeah, sorry, have guys. some. I have you, some weird m- memory of. That that rings true. I mean, because it is yeah. true, but <laughs> but it, <laughs> but it rings like true for you. A bit of information that was in there somewhere. I just yeah, no, couldn't shake it out. Didn't I apologise for not being out. able to get it from you guys. I'm sorry. Mm. All right, question number twelve. See if we can get back on the horse with this one. This is another sport one. So, Chris, it's up to you. Uh, I'm Ooh. sitting back. Yep. No, yeah. <laughs> in which seven consecutive years? Did U.S. cyclist Lance Armstrong win in inverted commas the Tour de France? Oh, Are you a, a fan of the Tour? I am a huge Tour de France fan, huge fan. <gasps> but so I, you might know this. I probably should, but I arrived. I, I my my interest in it. I only became um, a fan of it post Lance Armstrong. Um, I did see wow. his comeback. Look, I know it's it's late nineties. Well, it's probably it could go into the early two thousands. Um, so, which seven consecutive years? That's what I. That's the question. If I pick, if I just pick the end year, then yeah, you, you can, can you can tell me say, the the start or the finish. I yeah. am going to say two thousand and three. Oh, you're so close! Oh. Very well done. It's two thousand and five. Oh, far. oh, really? Yeah. Uh, 90, it's 1999. Right. 99 ah. to 2005. Yeah. There you go. There you go. And he, really? what about this? Do you know the team for who he cycled? Uh, U.S. Postal Service was the U.S. Postal one. Service is correct. Yeah. There you go. You get a bonus point for that one. Oh, thanks. Here we go. Question 13. What celebration of the end of slavery in the U.S. is a portmanteau of June and 19th? Juneteenth. 19th. 19th. Yeah. That is correct. Just happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It yeah. did just happen. Very well done. Question 14. The term catastrophe" was coined by which author? 
Now the the spelling of U catastrophe is E U C A T A S T R O P H E. So so E U catastrophe. And look, in the question as written in mm. uh, the Good Weekend, I reckon there's a clue that I'm not going to read out to you. Okay. Mm. In the question. So or I'm not going to read it out yet. Okay. Because I think it's a little obvious. It's a um, a British author. So I haven't heard the term before. Is this is there a no, comedic tinge to this, or is this a very serious? Is it is there a what? Is there a comedic tinge to this, or is this some very serious thread of academia that we don't know? No, look, a a, a U catastrophe mm-hmm. is a sudden turn of events at the end of a story, which ensures oh. that the protagonist does not meet some terrible, impending, and very plausible and probable doom. So, in essence, it's a happy ending Mm. against all uh, likelihood. And this this author uses it. I'll give you you a little clue. It's a fantasy author. I was was, was guessing. It's not Tolkien. It is Tolkien. It is Tolkien. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that was... Yeah. You didn't. You didn't even need my clue, really, the, because the question is: the term "you catastrophe" was coined by author J R R. Oh, oh you're kidding! <laughs> and I think, I mean, I don't know any other J R R. Yeah, author. No, well, that's good. I mean, yeah. you you still you pushed us there like a little bit. I feel like I could have. Yeah. that was where I was leaning a bit earlier, but um. Well, I am a well, I am a fantasy author. So if we'd got you J-I-R, are. if you I hadn't known yourself. what came next, I would have been in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> do you uh, employ you catastrophe? Do you think in your in your writing? Or definitely not with the fantasy series I'm doing now. It's uh, yeah. Right. Oh, maybe maybe at the very end we'll see. But at the moment, no. It's a it's more about punishing him as much as possible towards the end. Yeah, you know, as much as possible every step of the way. Different tone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question number 15. What is Australia's oldest chocolate bar? Good question. I like that question. A chocolate bar. It is a good question. Yeah. Yeah. This question too. I have an instinct, but now that I've had it, I'm like, oh, is that even Australian? Because that could be a New Zealand bar. Oh. Oh. Actually. What's your... uh, well, my, I think I've changed my mind now. My initial instinct <laughs> was the polywaffle because that just seems very old-fashioned. Right. Mm. But yeah. I think, I'm not sure that's Australian. The other one was the violet crumble. Uh-huh. And it's not right. That seems, <laughs> no, that, that seems like a not <laughs> That right. is not right. That, in fact, was my guess. Yeah. Uh, but it's incorrect. It's, all, it's on you, was... Arnold. Oh shit! Because I was thinking yeah. that. So it's not the polywaffle, and but, it's not the violet crumble. But is it something a bit simpler? Because is it is it all like? Does it have an? Does it feel? Does it feel like it could have been around earlier than some of those? Like, is it a simple bar? It is a simple bar. It is essentially. I'm going to say that it's essentially three ingredients. I would say in this in this bar primary, oh. one very obvious flavour. Chocolate. Yeah. Oh, well, sure. Aside from chocolate, because yeah. it is a chocolate bar. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, yeah. Aside from chocolate. So, 
And I would say that I'll tell you this. I'll give you another clue. The flavor that I'm talking about mm. is in the name. And three flavors. I'm getting got a golden nougat. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't feel like a three. Um, the three distinct fr- flavors. Well, well, no, not, not three rye. distinct flavors, oh. but. Oh, cherry oh, rye. What did you say? Cherry rye. It's cherry rye. I would have said that before Milky Way. I was starting to go through because I'm like, oh, that's kind of the cherries and chocolate. I was trying to think of a yes. free thing. All right. Cherry rye. Oh, I'm hey. sorry. No, yeah. It's cherry that, rye. That has stood the test of time. Hasn't it? Yeah. Bonus point if you can tell me what year it was first produced. 1891. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not quite that old. Right. Not quite, though. Like. Okay. It's back there. No, not 1915. 1924. Mm. Yeah. The that's Roaring 20s. Yeah. Let's put cherries and chocolate and coconut yeah. together. <laughs> oh, that's right. The coconut. Party. I, I was, the coconut. I was that's coconut. what I was talking about. That's the third. You were exactly right. I was simplifying yeah. in my mind. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. The coconut. coconut. So what is it? Cherries, coconut. Chocolate. And dark chocolate. And dark yeah. chocolate. That's it. Mm. Yeah. Yum. Moving on, <laughs> which this is question sixteen? Which musician reportedly travelled with a fifteen hundred, a one thousand five hundred volume portable library? Whoa! Yeah, American? No, English. Correct. Portable library. It's not your mate. Like my, that, my first guess would be like I have a first guess, but I feel like. If it was true, you would know it. Bowie. Oh. Yeah. Is that your guess? Yeah, let's go with it. <laughs> let's go with Bowie. That is 100% correct. Yeah, all go. right. David Bowie. That is a fun fact I should know, but it didn't. It all matches <laughs> yeah. up, though, doesn't it? Of course it was Bowie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah Bowie. Um, <laughs> Bowie. Yeah. Apparently in the cocaine-crazed days of the 1970s, he would stay up all night inhaling books about the occult from mm. his 1,500-volume portable library. Love it. That's what he chose to do when he was on a coke binge. Uh, it's like, I need, yeah. I need a library. <laughs> yeah. I need to read. Yeah. I need to read. Get me a book. Yeah. Hey, Bowie, we're doing yeah. a run down the shops. You need another note. <laughs> Just books. Only books. All right. Question 17. Did Canada... Gain full independence from the UK in, so it's a multiple choice, 1782, 1882, or 1982? Um, 1782 feels no, right? Like too too early. That feels too early. Full independence, what does that, but they're still part of the Commonwealth, right? They still play in the Commonwealth games. Mm. Right. So, so it'll be eighteen. Is it eighty? Ninety-two. Oh, well, you were going to say nineteen eighty-two. Oh, yeah, but I don't know anything. So let's go with your let's oh. go with your instincts. <laughs> let's go to the middle ground. <laughs> Which well, one are you going? This with? should be a face-off. This should be a, this should be where we. Oh, is this going to oh, yeah. split you? So it means it's that a, if we split, so who's going what? So I'll go nineteen, yeah. and you're right. So that means one of us is going to win the quiz based on this question. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, there might be another question that you. Oh yeah, that we might. Well. Okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. I could get my revenge. If so I'm who's right. going what? I'll go I'm nineteen. Going 18... 1982, and Chris, yeah. you're going eighteen eighty two. Yeah. Luke, well done. Oh. <laughs> nineteen eighty two is the correct answer. 
hurts. Thanks for letting me split that. Yeah. That was good. <laughs> that was a good suggestion. Yeah. Question 18. Milton Glazer created what famous New York logo in 1976? Logo. I'm kind of I, I, yeah. my first my first instinct was the Yankees, the the classic NY for the Yankees. Yeah, yeah. That's what do you think, Luke? I mean, I would have gone with What's that until Johnny's logo. Re- do you want to do another re- split? Yeah. You can do another split. No, no, no. Until Johnny's response, I, that's the only thing that got me nervous. But I thought that's a great call. I'm going to tell you why that one is wrong. Why the New okay. York Yankees one is wrong? Mm-hmm. Because the New York Yankees logo existed long before 1976. Uh, of, of course. Oh, 76. Of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had paid no attention. You didn't to listen it. to the whole question. No. <laughs> a logo. What? New York yeah, logo. Yeah, Milton Glaser, a graphic designer. I don't know. Would it? I mean, the I heart New York. That uh, was what I was uh, just going to say too. Is that a logo? It's not really a logo, is it? Yeah, it, and it would Do have you want to go with that? Let's go with that. I'm I'm ready to I'm ready to. <laughs> I think down. you should go with that. Yeah. That is yes. a great idea. Yeah, that's the right answer. That's good. Correct. Awesome. I like. Well done. It, in yeah, so many, the I heart NY. In so many other questions, I, I hope the listeners think that I was getting the answer the same time as Chris Ryan, but in that one, I actually <laughs> was. That was actually the one of the moments. Oh. We got Look, it. mate. You won the split. Let's just oh. try to. You know. <laughs> All right, question 19. Dolores O'Riordan was the lead singer of which 1990s band? First thing that pops into my head, The Cause. Oh, <laughs> right country, wrong band. O'Riordan. Oh, um, zombie. My father. The yeah. Cranberries. There we Cranberries. go. Cranberries. <laughs> Correct. Well done. Well done. Question 20. The expression deus ex machina literally means what in English? God in the machine? If it is, no, what it, yeah. God in the machine, something like that? Kind of. Kind of, no. Like you've got the two big words. Yeah. God and machine. Um, I'm going to give that to you. It is God from the machine. Okay. Ah. So, yeah, God cool. from the machine. Do you guys know where it comes from? Was it actually in like the, I keep wanting to say early Greek theater, but Roman, I guess you go. No, it was, no, it was Greek. It was Sorry, Greek, Greek, Greek yeah. theater. At, the and theater. At the end, he was it you the gods would come down at the end and fix everything at the end of the play, go like solve all the crap at the end of the play. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, was, it was literally a piece of machinery mm. that would reveal or drop in the actor playing the god mm-hmm. uh, and they would, you know, use their godlike powers to solve the yep. story or, or what have you. So yeah. it has come to mean that the, the yeah. deus ex machina is the is the theoretical machinery of unraveling or solving a story. Yes. That often means that it's not the characters who get themselves out of the pickle at the end, but this other thing comes in and fixes everything. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's kind of a a Greek uh, catastrophe, perhaps. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of is. A Greek... Uh, catastrophe. A catastrophe. Uh, and in in fact, the, yes, both those words are Greek. The er uh, bit in oh. uh, catastrophe 
oh, uh, means good or well. So good catastrophe is what you catastrophe or er catastrophe mm-hmm. means. There you go. Mm. Question 21. From what musical film are the lyrics, they all deserve to die, tell you why, Mrs. Lovett? Mrs. Lovett. Mm. Oh, Mrs. Lovett. Is it My Fair Lady? or uh, No, they all deserve to die. I think it's... Yeah, not a lot look, of talking about death. I'm going to go uh, Sweeney no. Todd, but I don't really know musical theatre. But... Oh, oh, Johnny's eyes went up. I reckon that Sweeney? is a well really done. good answer. Well done, mate. Yeah. Well done. Sweeney Todd, the demon barber of Fleet oh. Street. All right, question 22. In the imperial system, how many pounds in a stone? Oh, stop it. Yeah. Mm. How many pounds in a stone? You can't even work it out. That's what is annoying about imperial well, measurements. I think, I think l- we could, okay, here, here is my lateral thinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. I think like 10 or 12 stone is around the average weight of like, I don't know, maybe somewhere in the 70 to 80 kilo range, right? <laughs> so I'm going to <laughs> okay. metric. going to go metric. And yeah, good. Go to metric pounds, to get back. Pounds, <laughs> pounds to metric, I think... It's almost like pounds are, uh, what is it? Oh, I see. I don't even know the conversion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say 40 pounds is 18 kilograms or 16 kilograms, right? You're going to say 40 pounds. <laughs> 40 pounds. 40 pounds is how much? 16 kilograms. 40 pounds. <laughs> Is 18. Oh, so good, is it? Okay, good, good. Pretty good Whoa. guess, yeah. Wow. Well, I think but I that's, actually that's initially said That's not what 18. we're looking for. No. I know. Yeah. Okay, okay, bear with me. So, eight, so say so, 18, <laughs> 18 times 4 roughly is going to be <laughs> the average weight of someone, right? Yeah. So times that by so four, uh, uh, so, so 4 by 40 is 160 pounds is 12 stone (laughs) okay what did i just say (laughs) i don't know 140 140 pounds is roughly 12 stone so what does that do for us we're getting around to the 12 mark again because we got 12 tons yeah so 100 tell me your your reasoning again 140 pounds is how many stone do you think it is? I'm going to say 10 to 12, somewhere in that range. That's pretty good, yeah. Yeah. So, so that would mean, um, hang on, now my maths breaks down. <laughs> no, all you've got to do. 140 divided by 12. So 12? Yeah. Well. Is it is it is it 12 pounds to a stone? No, you said 10 to 12. Yeah. So 140 pounds would be 10 to 12 stone. Oh, Okay. Yeah. I can tell you that 140 pounds is 10 stone. Oh, oh hang so, on. So then you've still got to one to, you still got to do your one so to one. So how many is one pounds to a single stone? Yeah, we've got 14. Hang on, we've got 14. Yeah. And I, I've actually 14. lost completely. Yeah, 14. Okay. 14. Yeah. 14. Dude, you, your you math's kind of worked it out. Your math's pretty much worked it out. I don't know how. I don't, I don't quite follow how you did that. That is crazy. But you did it. That was crazy. Well done. That was wild. I, it was I feel insane right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, here we go. Question 23. Beautifully done. Riding breeches were named after which Indian city? So the pants that you ride a horse in wearing are named after which Indian city? Mm. You're still riding high if you're working out pants yeah, and stuff. Right? That was a lot. That was a lot. <laughs> that was took a lot out of insane. it. Insane. What kind of pants do you wear when you ride a horse? Jo, 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 uh, jo, uh, what's the Indian? Jo, ah. Jopur. Jop, jo, Jopur. Uh, j, jopers. What are they called? Jo, yeah. Jopers. Jodpa. Jodpers. Yeah. Jopers. <laughs> Jodpa is the answer. <laughs> yeah. Very Close well enough. done. Close enough. <laughs> well done. Yeah. yeah. I think sure. I was missing Got vital at this letters point, from the name. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. All right, question 24. Who was the Roman prefect of Judea when Jesus was crucified? Is it is it Pilate? Yeah, Pontius is Pilate. It Pontius Pilate. Oh, great. Yeah. Mm. Great. Very well done. And finally, the final question, question 25. This week, supplied by reader Emma Fist of Graceville in Queensland. Thank you, Emma. Her question is, question 25, the rickrolling internet meme has led to a rise in popularity of which 1980s Rick Astley song? Never Gonna Give You Up, is that? Yeah. yeah. Never Gonna Give You Up? Never Gonna Give You Up. Never Gonna Give You Up. Never Gonna Let You Down. Never Gonna Turn Around and Hurt You. Is that Excellent. the film clip where he runs up the wall and does the backwards? Oh, like, maybe. Yeah, there's a. It's one of my early. I don't. The, I see, this is the this remember. is the stuff I absorbed. That's in my brain. what's in your head. Yeah, yeah. There was a Rick Astley film clip where no, he it's... runs up a wall and does a flip like a backwards. Yeah. Flip. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's probably that one. Hey, thanks, guys. Johnny, thank you. Thank well, you, Johnny. Done. It was great. You guys really <gasps> smashed that. I thought we did pretty well. I was you terrified really that we'd well. come I, off as, yeah. you know, complete idiots. But uh, <laughs> no, not yeah, at all. I'm pretty you happy guys with that. Killed it. Awesome. Thank you mate. so much for no, doing it. No, that was really fun. Oh, Great. Thank you, Johnny. Awesome Thanks for having fun. us on. This is really fun. I'm really glad that I finally got you guys. <laughs> yeah. Hi again. Just a final word to let you know that this will be the last episode of the Weekend Quiz podcast in this form. I've had such a great time bringing you the quiz for each of the last 21 weeks. I want to thank all of you, the listeners, for making it worthwhile. More than anything, I would like to express my gratitude to Katrina Strickland, the editor of The Good Weekend magazine, for her support of this podcast and for not instructing the lawyers to send me a cease and desist. I also want to thank Jackie Martinez and Stephanie Bull for composing such wonderful questions every week. And I want to remind you all to get yourselves a subscription to The Age or the Sydney Morning Herald so that you can get the good weekend delivered to your doorstep every Saturday morning. Thanks also to Stevie Ray for his help and advice. And I'd like to thank each and every one of my guests across the whole season. Chris Ryan, Luke Arnold, Adam Zwar, Amanda Brocci, Yale Stone, Jack Manning-Bancroft, Sean Kelly, Anne-Louise Sarks, Letitia Lemke, Rob Collins, Geraldine Hakewell, Mark Winter, Tim Minchin, Toby Schmitz, Robin Butler, Wayne Hope, Zoe Coombsmar, Kate Jinks, Adele Vuko, Christian Van Vuren, Toby Trustlove, Michaela Banner, Celia Pacola, Luke McGregor, Ben Law, Q Min Liu, Andy Lee, Beck Harding, Alex Lee, Benedict Hardy, Marie Hardy, 
Chris Baker and Virginia Gay. Special thanks to Patrick Bramall, with whom I recorded not only the first episode, but a prototype episode that gave me the confidence that this thing might actually work. And of course, very special thanks to Alison Bell, without whose support none of this would be possible, including, but not limited to, the episodes she appeared in as the only guest and was mortified that her lack of general knowledge was revealed to the public, but let me publish them anyway. If you've enjoyed this series, I hope you keep an eye and an ear out for an announcement very soon about what comes next for the quiz. I'm very excited to share it with you all. Thanks again. See you soon.